Welcome to A Church in the City, a podcast sharing messages, sermons, and talks from downtown Christian Church in Grand Rapids, Michigan. We exist to empower a movement of passionate Jesus followers. We hope that this word can encourage you and strengthen your relationship with God. Thanks for joining us. I read a, um, a thing online this week where this guy said, if he ever log, like logs into a YouTube channel or listen to a podcast and somebody opens by saying good morning, he instantly shuts it off. And he was like ranting and raving about the fact that it's unoriginal and come up with something else and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, wow, okay. So just in case he's watching, I'm going to start with a joke. And Kevin can tell you this is not always the best place for me because sometimes I get lost halfway through them. So um, so there's this couple that comes to our church and they woke up one Sunday morning and the wife said to the husband, I'm not going to church today. I'm not. I'm not doing it. And the husband said, yes, you are. You're going to church. And she said, no, I'm not. And I'm going to give you two reasons why. I don't like them and they don't like me. And he said, Jamie, you have to go. You're 41, and it's your turn to preach. (laughs) Is it funny? It's just a joke. I do like you guys. Just so you know, it's just a joke. It's just a joke. (laughs) Uh, This is where I'm at. So the people Chris was talking about this morning was me and Kevin. We got home at 3 a.m. because his flights got delayed. And apparently, yet again, we've learned the lesson. If you're going to be in business, learn to take morning flights, okay? We had a Delta representative advise us of this in a very inappropriate moment, which caused my fruit of self-control to rise up inside of me. And uh, so, yeah, we drove to Detroit last night, and we're here. And you know what? I I feel great. Now, here's the problem for you guys, is I was going to use that time driving last night to prepare for today. So... It's going to be a wild ride, and we're going, to, we're going to have a great time. Why is everyone spread out so far? Why do people do that? I don't understand. Social distancing. Oh, is that still a thing? Um, anyway, we've been talking the last few weeks about um, hearing God. I, it's been incredibly challenging for me. I think as I've connected with various people here, I think it's been good for all of us. Like We've seen these pockets and places in our life that maybe we've not been connecting or tuning in or or just just areas that we can hear better or listen more intently. I think that's the best way to to say it because I I hate using terms like um, better when you're talking about relationships. I think there's things that we can do more intentionally. I think there's ways that we can, you know, be deeper and be more on purpose. But to say to do relationship better, sometimes that, I, I don't know, those words don't always set well with me, but I have been finding a lot of a lot of places to where the Lord's been challenging me through all of this. And um, our small group has continued to meet uh, by their own demand. And Kevin and I just come home and they're there always. So um, we've, we've just been, we've been continuing to talk even through this series. And, and we were even just talking Thursday night. And I, I just kind of was struck with this that I really don't think and I don't know, I'm kind of scanning the room to see, I think there's a couple faces that I don't recognize, and so forgive me if this statement doesn't apply to you, but I really don't think most people that called DCC church family to them would struggle at all with the idea that God is speaking today. I think most of us have reconciled that he is. 
Um, I think, and I'm seeing some nods, so I, I think that's kind of our general consensus. I think most of us would even say he's speaking to us, like not just to, to you know, a one voice that, you know, it filters all through, but that he's speaking to us in our hearts and through one another. I think we all can pretty readily go, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm in agreement with that. But I really think, which this whole morning has just been a beautiful, like, kind of set up into this, and, and we're going to flow even out of this. I'm not going to share for very long this morning. Um, we really want to take some time today and just kind of minister to each other and spend some time doing exactly what, what Kelly was talking about, and that's responding. Responding to the voice of the Lord, respi- responding to the call. So allow your heart to stay open to that. But I, I think that uh, we're, not, we're not challenged with, is he speaking? But I think we're challenged with the very thing that Kevin kicked us off with weeks ago, and that is, are we listening? And if I'm listening, am I responding? You know, so those are, those are the places that I'm kind of, I'm kind of being challenged by the Lord. Um, and, and I was kind of, I was kind of talking to Kevin Chris about this when they were, when they were uh, flying out or heading out this week. And we were just kind of talking through some places that I think a lot of us get stuck. You know, and Caleb talked about one of these, like during worship, you know, sometimes we get stuck in the place to where we've heard the Lord and maybe it's not in an audible way. Maybe it's just an unction or as Brennan Manning likes to say, I, I heard the Father by faith. You know, just that, that inkling you get inside of you telling you to drop something, telling, telling us to drop something. And I think maybe some of us are stuck in a place because we don't want to. Or we don't want to again, to Caleb's point. You know, maybe, maybe we did a couple of times and now it's just kind of getting redundant and it's getting old. And... You know, I was kind of just sharing with, with Kevin and Chris, like that's kind of a, a little bit of a place that, that I've kind of been in is that, you know, I feel like I continue to lay a certain thing down before the Lord and say, okay, I'm going to trust you in this. And then all of a sudden I find myself like circled back around in, in the way that, because I laid it down and then I was like, oh, okay, I see how this is going to go. I'm going to put this here and then we're going to do this and then this is going to happen and then this is going to fall in line and then all these things are going to work out and then I'm going to be standing in this perfect place that God promised me, which I do believe he promised me, and I've got the roadmap as to how I'm going to get there. And so then I find myself tooling around the roadmap and now I'm over here and he's over there and I'm like, oh, I'm almost there. I'll be right there. I'm, you know, and, and I'm just kind of like, I'm, I'm taking things my own direction, and I'm not, I'm not just stopping to focus and say, what do you have to say? And I was kind of making a joke to our, to our uh, friends that were over on Thursday night. I said, you know, I can write a research paper on all of the options that are before me on how to figure out what it is to make God's promise come to pass in my life. Like, I'll, I'll have, you know, what are those things called at the bottom where you got your information from? Those things. I'll have footnotes, I'll have references, I'll have all the data that's available, every possible outcome, every possible avenue, and, and I've been doing this for the last couple of weeks. I've been like, okay, maybe, maybe it's all going to go like this, and maybe I can do that, and I'm not really sure if I'm comfortable with this, and I don't really know what's going on with that, but I know God said that this is going to come to be, and so I think maybe if I, okay, so I'll just, and then I'm, and I'm processing with Kevin, and, and you can pray for him, because I have a lot of words when I'm writing these research papers for myself, and I, I'm just spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning and spinning, trying to hear the voice of the Lord with my mouth running, which is a very interesting posture when I'm trying to hear the voice of the Lord. <laughs> you know? And, and, and literally, 
we, you know, we went, we, we had small group together and I just realized, I was like, wow, I have literally spent three months agonizing over this decision in my life and talking at God and unpacking my research paper on it. And never once did I stop long enough to actually just ask the question, what do you think? Never once. Now, I literally have hundreds of hours in prayer on this topic to him. So in my mind, I've been doing the right thing, you know, because I've been before the Lord. I've been talking to him about it. I've unpacked it all. I've gone through man's methods. I've pulled all the knowledge. I've sought wisdom from my friends. Never once have I stopped and just quieted down long enough to just say, what do you think? And it was unbelievable because literally these guys left Thursday night and I just sat on the couch and I just, first of all, said, Father, I'm so sorry. Because I, I do believe that that's an area like that. Personally, I, I need to repent for being, trying to be in my own strength and trying to work something out and trying to sort it out and trying to, you know, make something happen on my own path. And then I just said, but seriously, what do you think? What do you think about this? And I'm telling you guys, and this doesn't always happen in life, and I'm not, I'm not putting a formula out there for you, but it instantly, the Lord, literally, what I heard him say, he almost kind of like chuckled, as Kevin kind of does when I talk for two hours and then say, what do you think, you know? And in that two hours, I've asked him several times, like, are you going to share with me what you think? And then I just keep talking, <laughs> and he just has so much grace, and he's so good to me. But I literally kind of feel like I heard the Lord chuckle, and he said, you know, I'm okay with it. It's okay. I'm okay. And it was just like instantly peace, instantly joy, instantly all of this stuff. I've been striving and I've been running around. And again, this isn't even like, this isn't, it's not even that big of a deal, but it's literally this thing that has, it's kind of a, it's, it's kind of a little turn in my life. And um, I was, I was listening to this podcast when I was heading to Detroit last night to pick Kevin up. And um, the guy who was speaking just kind of said, you know, there's a lot of incredible things in the evangelical church, a lot of incredible freedom, a lot of incredible liberty, incredible community, and revelation. And he said, but there are some things that I feel like they could learn from the first church. And one of those things is that, is that whole, like, prayer is not just coming in, hearing God is not me just coming in, trying to scan scripture to look for the, the right, I'm going to Google so I need an answer to, should, should I do this? I'm going to Google scriptures on, should I do this? And then try to find the one that matches up with what I want so that way I can get back in the car and get on my way. You know, this is, this is, a, this is a lot of my prayer life, is me, me talking, which the Lord loves, but he also loves like me just quieting down and him sharing his heart and him talking to me about the things that are, are going on and the things that are with him. And I'm, I'm getting stuck in so many areas because of the fact that I'm not listening to his perspective and his position. And, and like I said, all of these hours, what else could I have been doing with my time had I started there and just had the Lord just say that to me? Hey, we're good. Let's, let's do this. Let's walk it out together. I'm good with this. Now what else? 
You know, what else can we talk about? What else can we work on together? What else can we carry through? And I, I saw a picture this morning while we were in worship. I think some of us have some weeds growing up in our life that the Lord keeps saying, hey, can we pull that out? That's getting in the way. It's getting in the way of our conversation. And we're talking about why it's there. We're talking about how it got there. And we're talking about the offense that was caused in us and how we're justified to hold on thing, to things. And we're talking about you know, this, this reoccurring thing that just keeps coming up or whatever it may be. And we keep dancing around it and keep dancing around it and talk to the Lord about it. And he's like, yeah, okay. And the problem is it's getting deeper. It's getting deeper. It's getting deeper and it's getting deeper. Now it's not too deep for him, but it does get a little harder on you when it comes out. If we continue to allow these things to take root in our life. And I believe that God is putting his finger on some things for a lot of us this morning. And he's looking for us to do exactly what Kelly said and say, okay, do it, do it, pull it out, take it out. I'm done with it. I'm going to put this ball down. I'm done. I'm done. I don't want to live like this anymore. I want to be in union. I want to be with the Father. Um, I, have to, I have to say something that has just been burning inside of me too um, because I think it's important for us to understand that God is passionate about his people hearing his voice. I think that's very important to him, very important to him. I think there are so many examples through scripture, through church history, all of it to say, this is something he is passionate about. And not so that way he can come down and press his thumb on people and ridicule and separate, but for the exact opposite, for him to show his goodness through his voice that we're supposed to be representing that we should be walking in. But I can't walk in it when I don't hear it, and I can't hear it when I'm running my mouth or when I'm too busy or too distracted. And I feel like God's, God's trying to stir this up and trying to say exactly what's been said already this morning. Church, I want to talk to you. I want to tell you what I think of you. I want to talk to you about my heart for you, my love for you, my passion for you, my dreams for you, my visions for you, the, the, the goodness that I have for you to walk in. I want to talk to you about my ways, my will, my word. Because it's the best way, it's the right way, it's the good way, it's the free way, it's the liberated way, it's the whole way, it's the complete way. It's, it's unbelievable. And I just cannot give up on my country. And I cannot give up on the bride. And I cannot give up saying that you know, people are lost or, or everyone's full of, you know, mega churches are full of noise and so we're done with them and we're going to go do this and they're that and they're this and we're the, we're the church that's thriving and all that. Really? Are we? Then how come our city's not turned upside down? You know, if we, if we have a problem with, with the mega church movement, if we have a problem with our culture, if we have a problem with our country, then we're called to do something about it. And I 100%, 100% believe that is done through the voice of the Lord. Coming into me and coming out from me. And I am telling you, I feel like the Lord is saying this morning, he wants to baptize us in the understanding and the, in the absolute tonation of his voice today to where we can hear better than we've ever heard. We can see better than we've ever seen because we're gonna open up and allow that stuff to come out, those things that constantly distract. I really believe that when you look through scripture and you see Jesus walking and doing the things that God's telling him to do, right? That's what Jesus said. He said, I do nothing unless the father tells me. I want that life. I want that life. God, I want that life. I want that. I want it so bad. 
I don't want to eat the things you don't want me to eat. I don't want to say the things you don't want me to say. I want to get up when you want me to get up. I want to go to bed when you want me to go to bed. I want what you want. I want what you want. I want to do things your way because you are good and merciful and holy and pure. And I want to live that life that Jesus lived. But I believe that the things that God was dropping in the heart of Jesus, those healings, that ministry, what that was was get rid of the distraction. Now look at me. Because when you're sick, it's hard to see Jesus. So I believe he just wanted to get rid of it so people could see him and they could see the forgiveness and they could see the freedom and they could see the family that they were, that they were brought into. That's what it's about. It's not because he cares about your physical body. And I don't, I, I'm sorry if that's offensive to you, but I'm just saying this, this is not his concern. It's our concern, but, and he cares about us. And so I'm not trying to discredit that. I believe he's God who heals, but I believe that he's trying to say, guys, get this garbage out of the way. Right here, right here. And then while I'm face to face with him, while I'm hearing his voice, I want that to reflect so hard to everyone around me that it's obnoxious. Yeah. Yeah. Come on. I'm not living this, but I want to. Because I, I'm so tired of seeing a broken world. My heart aches for the things that I see and that I read and that I hear from people. My heart aches. It aches so much. But the problem is, what do I do right away? Then I'm like, oh, I'm in judgment. Oh, my God, can, I can't believe it. And I'm like, Kev, read this. Can you believe this person posted this? How can they say they're a Christian? How can, oh, look at this. Oh, my goodness. Can, and right away, I'm like all over the place in judgment and want to correct people. And I'm like, babe, we got to start preaching some stuff. Here's a list of things. These are things we got to straighten people out on theologically. And he's like, whoa, whoa. And I'm like, oh, you're right. You're right. That's right. Why do I hear the voice of the Lord? To display the heart of the Father. And what did he say? He said, come. Come, you who are weary and heavy laden, because I will give you rest. In Hebrews, uh, Hebrews 4, um, it talks about, and I, I think I'm gonna, I wanna kind of just wrap up here and, and I really want us to just go into a time to respond and allow the Lord to just prick us. But it talks in Hebrews 4, the writer talks about the fact that we, sh and, and he uses this word, Kevin hates this word, but it's in there. I didn't, it's in there. I didn't use it. He said, we should be walking in rest. That's what he says. He, when he goes on to talk about why, right? Because what is the rest? The rest is to know that we're free, we're forgiven, we're set free, we're whole. So he's like, you should be walking in rest because you're in Christ. So those things are complete, they're done. You should be in rest. He said, it's this assurance that he went before us, that he overcame, we have victory in him. So that strain that we feel, all those things, he's like, those things should not be anymore. We should be living in this place of Jesus. We should be living in this in this standing to where we're able to live outwardly the way that Christ did, hearing from the Father and displaying that everywhere we go. Healing, raising the dead, casting out demons, binding up the brokenhearted, setting the captive free, proclaiming that this is the favorable year of the Lord. Not proclaiming that this is the year of judgment and damnation, and if you don't turn left very quickly, God's gonna smite you and you're done. This is us saying, I want to be that voice of the Father. Come, come, come. He invites to the table. You look all through scripture, invitation after invitation after invitation after invitation. The times he rebuked were the times that people were spreading propaganda saying, you're separated from the Father. You have no access to the Father. That's what ticked him off. Those are the things that made him mad. 
And quite often, that's the place I live in, rather than being this megaphone of saying, come, who are weary and heavy laden, let him bring you rest. Rest in Jesus, knowing that everything you need is done and complete, and you can lean back on his chest like John did and ask anything you want. And then when we ask, we can listen and hear his heartbeat because we're up next to the chest of the Father. We're up next to Jesus, and he's saying, all of it, all of it, all of it I did. That gruesome, horrific, unbelievably terrible horror of a death. I did it, and it's complete. And you can step in, and you can rise again with me. And everywhere you go, you can say, come, come. It's the favorable year of the Lord. He's got his eye on you. He wants you to come. Oh, you need healing because you can't see him? Let's take care of it. Sweet. Now let's go. Let's go. Let's live free. Let's live lives that are free and full of the Holy Spirit. And let's be listening and let's open our ears. Let's get in the word. Let's spend time before the Father and let's sit quietly and say, what do you have to say? And I'm fine if you've got to spend two hours getting your words out, do it. But at the end of it, say, okay, now, I, now I'm ready. Guys, that was my salvation story and I, I will actually close with this. That's how I came to know the Lord. Two and a half hours, I said things to God that I would never repeat in front of another human because they were absolutely unacceptable to say to the King of Kings about my anger toward him, my frustration toward him, how, how upset I was with him. Two and a half hours, I ranted. And literally, at the end of it, I heard him say in my heart, are you done? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I am. And he's like, let's go. And he healed me right then and there from all of those disappointments. And I'm telling you, that's available to anyone who needs it this morning. Can I, can I, I want to take us into a time of prayer. And, and like I said, I know uh, Chris is going to bring us back into a time of, uh, of just kind of responding. And if the band can come up, we'll go and we'll just uh, move into some worship and just response. And Chris has got a plan for that. But I just want to pray for us and just, just kind of hopefully cultivate what the Lord wants to do this morning. Father, I thank you so much for this incredible morning that you've already set up, that your spirit's already been moving through every person in this room. God, prick our hearts. Father, show me areas in my life. Show me places in my life that I'm not listening, that I'm not paying attention, that you wanna deal with things, that you wanna, whatever it may be, God, just show them, open it up to me. And Lord, I wanna respond to that. And I wanna say, have your way. Like, like a bride says to her bridegroom on her wedding night, have your way completely. I trust you. I wholly believe in you. I am yours 100%. And when I pick myself back up tomorrow and I start living by myself, Holy Spirit, I, I'm gonna be listening for you to say, let that go. And I'm gonna continue to follow until that reflection is just burning so bright. And this little faith family just turns this entire world upside down, Father. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. If you would like to learn more about DCC, get involved in one of our ministries, or give to support us, you can find us at achurchinthecity.org. You can also follow us on Instagram at Downtown Christian Church for Sunday morning set lists, sermon series announcements, and much more. You can also join us live on YouTube every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern. Just search for Downtown Christian Church. Thank you for listening.